Hi. How are you? Let's get some coffee ready. Sometimes as I'm getting ready for the show, I get really excited that I'm making coffee and I kind of sing about it. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna repeat it, but it's, uh, let's just say I get excited about having coffee. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Thursday, April 30th, 2020. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. First sip. Good stuff. Well, yesterday was a pretty good, pretty productive day. Did a number of things. Got through some email, spent a couple of hours doing financial stuff, which um, obviously right now is a little more complicated, but still there. We sold another copy of the Strength and Conditioning Program. Most of those sales are coming from Facebook ads, so we're starting to spend a little bit more time uh, dialing in the Facebook ads. Since that system is working, since it is profitable, how do we make it better? So that's what we're working on now. Uh, speed program went off to a couple more people for, for further evaluation. One of them caught something, so I made that adjustment. Um, what else? What else did I do today? Or yesterday, rather. Went for a walk, coached some CrossFit. Did some work. What did I have for dinner? Just a prepped meal I had in the freezer. Nothing too fancy. Played some video games. That's not something I do often. Played about a half hour last night. Watched some TV, went to bed. Simple. Oh, you know what else I did? I, I actually, this warrants mentioning. I spent well over an hour, probably 90 minutes, editing the first season, I'm calling it a season even though you're short, of Grandmaster J Money, the, the satirical show. And it's gonna be great. Um, I had hoped when I filmed that I had more than enough, that I had more footage than we could than we would be able to use, because I knew some of it wouldn't work, some of it would, and yesterday was going through and pulling out the good stuff from, honestly, it was I think it was 40 or 45 minutes of footage. It's a lot of footage. If you've never done video editing, to go through and watch something. And then, and to, to say, okay, this piece is good, this piece is not, this piece, and now this piece have to be reversed. There, there's a lot of work there. So uh, I am by far, or I, I am not by any means a good video editor. Um, I would say I am passable based on my experience, uh, which is ironic because I'm probably the, one of the first people I knew who did digital editing. Uh, but that goes back to college. And yet, um, no, I retract that statement. There were plenty of systems around before I did that, so forget I said that, I made that claim. I might be one of the first people I knew, but that doesn't mean I was one of the first people. I don't wanna, I don't wanna take credit for anything. Uh, and so digging through all that 
just really, it was laborious. I hope after this show that somebody will like it enough that I can just do the filming part and somebody else will do the editing. Kind of like our other projects. We find a producer. Hi, do you want to produce this semi-reality, sarcastic martial arts show? Cool. Uh, it's a lot of work. Editing is a lot of work. That's okay. We figure it out. <sighs> oh, pardon me. What else did I do? Did I do anything else? Listen to this podcast, shave my head. I discovered that the clippers that I've been using on the cat get closer than the clippers I use for my myself. So I asked her if she wanted to trade. She did not object. So I cleaned them out and uh, I now use cat clippers. Animal clippers. But aren't we all animals, right? People, animals, kind of the same thing. Because they get closer, like half the distance, which makes me happy. Uh, what else we got? What's going on today? Hopefully finishing that editing. I'm gonna work out tonight. It's supposed to rain, so I'm unlikely to go for a walk, but we'll see. Email. There's an episode I should record. Podcast episode. Oh, it's Thursday. What's out? What kind of show we got? Oh. Today is the fight scene analysis that I did with Josh Blum of Jackie Chan's first strike. It's the latter scene. It's my favorite fight scene of all time. And so we went through and we unpacked that and we had to do it at quarter speed. So uh, we give you a link to the video that we used on YouTube and you can listen to it while we go through that and just kind of hear our commentary. And we, I mean, we went, we went quite a long time. I mean, this is like a three minute scene and we have a 26 minute episode not just talking about things as we go but those those analyses are fun I, I really enjoy working with Josh so shout out to Josh and thank you oh, that's good coffee that is the last of the Costa Rican coffee I bought uh, I think it's a Starbucks next up is Vermont coffee Vermont Coffee Company. Uh, what else am I doing? Kat, what are we doing today? She's staring out the door. It's probably more work to do with plants. Because right now it's kind of my life. Plants. Let's look at the questions. Let's see what we got. Remember, if you want to ask me something, you want me to respond to something, leave it below, and I'll respond tomorrow. It's more fun when people do that. Today, Thursday, April 30th, 2020, is Honesty Day. I didn't even know there was an Honesty Day. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when we first... Mm, let's get this right. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive Walter Scott. I've never been a liar. I've never been someone who, you know, makes stuff up. I've had friends who did and 
you know, not even not even lies for real purpose, just little stuff. And they get caught in those. And it it's it can be hard to remember, you know, what's what did you tell this person? What did you tell that person? Oh, that person knows the truth. Oh, shoot, that person who heard the lie and that person who knows the truth are in the same room. Uh, right? Just be honest. If you can't be honest, don't say anything. Dodge a question if you have to, but don't lie. It's not worth it. We've had some guests on Martial Arts Radio who have been accused of lying. You see it in some of the comments. When we look at truth versus fiction in the context of story, it doesn't matter so much. Most of our favorite stories are not true. The Lord of the Rings movies, some of my favorite movies of all time, based on books that are not true, right? They're stories, they were, they were made up, they were fabricated, they're false however you want to think of it. But if we were trying to conduct scientific research based on what was written in those books, obviously that wouldn't work. The truth matters. But it matters for varying reasons to varying people. When I interview someone on the show, I don't care if they tell the truth. I really don't. And sometimes I catch flack for that. People think I should be vetting everything that everyone says. It's not my job. My job is to get them to tell their story. My job is not to be arbiter over what they say. Why do I deserve that position? That's silly. Especially given that there are things that were once deemed to be true that we now find false and vice versa. Integrity is telling myself the truth and honesty is telling the truth to other people. Spencer Johnson. To me, integrity is less about telling myself things and more taking action. I've, I've heard integrity described as doing the right thing even when it is difficult and even when no one is watching. Honesty is telling the truth to other people. Yeah. Ah. No more comments. Go. Come here. Come on. What's happening? There we go. Trying to do technical things before the coffee's kicked in. We tell lies when we are afraid, afraid of what we don't know, afraid of what others will think, afraid of what will be found out about us. But every time we tell a lie, the thing that we fear grows stronger. Tad Williams. Is that Tad Williams, the author? 
think that... Hold on. I'm going to take a brief detour as we look this up. Because if that is Tad Williams, the author, then that warrants remarking on because of his impact on my childhood. Come on. This is this is an old tablet. It is slow. Yes. Holy cow. All right. So Tad Williams. Tad Williams wrote a trilogy called Memory, Sorrow, and Thorn. Um, one of the best fantasy series that I ever read as a kid. Uh, I still remember not so much what happened during those books, but the emotion that I felt. There were certain scenes that just were really powerful to me. Um, one of them about, the one that stands out the most is the hero ends up running away from people, monsters, something. I think it's monsters. Ends up in these dark tunnels and, I mean, pitch black, living off bugs, and he's in there for he doesn't know how long before he finally finds his way out. I mean, just utterly terrifying. And I remember that. I remember that vividly. I remember how I felt. And that was close to 30 years ago. Great books. So let's go back to Mr. Williams' quote and read it again. Because now I'm going to read it with more uh, conviction. We tell lies when we are afraid. Afraid of what we don't know. Afraid of what others will think. Afraid of what will be found out about us. But every time we tell a lie, the thing that we fear grows stronger. Because what are you doing? You're giving credibility to the fear. One of the things I've said many times in my life, and I'm sure on this show a number of times, we have two motivating forces, love and fear. And if you choose to act based on fear, there are many, many consequences, uh, negative consequences, things that you will not benefit from. Don't feed the fear. This is a scary time we have right now. A lot of people are terrified. So where is the loving act? When you choose what to do and how to do it, how do you do that thing in love? How do you avoid doing that thing in fear? Love is honest. And we could, we could go into that quote that everybody uses at their wedding. But we won't. The biblical quote. Uh, what is it? First Corinthians. Fear is consuming. Fear is that which creates so much, I would suggest, all of the negativity in the world. If we fight for honesty, not just literally fight, but if we work hard to remain honest and truthful, the world's better. People are better. Everything's better. There are different versions of the truth because 
everything that we see and think and feel is filtered through our own experiences and our own senses. But that's okay. It is possible for there to be different versions of the truth. But it, I think it is rare that when people argue over what is true and they both believe opposing views that both of them truly believe what they're arguing for is right. I think quite often at least one of those people, maybe even both, are arguing for a knowingly subjectivized version of the truth. One of my majors in college was philosophy. I majored in philosophy and computer science. And somehow in all of my philosophy classes, I found myself coming back to this notion of truth. Subjective versus objective truth. There's an objective truth. Whatever happens, happens. But the way we perceive it, the way we filter it, the way we remember it, that's subjective. Every memory you have is subjective. Everything that you think happened objectively, it didn't. There's some variant in the way you, you perceived it and the way you remembered it. How's this for an idea? How do you know that the green you see in a tree is the same green I see. Now that tree has some kind of color. We both call it green, but is it the same color? We don't know. We could tear our eyeballs apart and probably figure it out, but that's not really worth it. I really like that quote. Great choice, Frank. Shout out to Frank for four awesome quotes here. Let's get to the last one. I'm going to read that third one again just because I like it. We tell lies when we are afraid. Afraid of what we don't know. Afraid of what others will think. Afraid of what will be found out about us. But every time we tell a lie, the thing we fear, the thing that we fear, grows stronger. Tad Williams. And the last quote today comes from Confucius. Three things cannot long be hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. I find it interesting that we look for the truth. That there are people who become obsessed with discovering what really happened yesterday and last year and 10,000 years ago. There are people who are on a quest to discover what actually happened with nearly everything. And I find that fascinating. There are people in the martial arts who are spending a tremendous amount of time translating texts and reading and comparing notes and discovering who did that person actually train with and for how long and where did they come from and what did their beliefs on martial arts and, and how old is that and mind-blowing stuff. And there are people who will argue about it. If you want to see, you want the, the, the easiest example of people arguing about what is true on a martial arts subject, post anything about Bruce Lee. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter who posts it. 
you have, and, and I didn't realize how extreme that was until we had Matthew Polly on the show, who wrote Bruce Lee, a biography, uh, which is a great book. And the man put a tremendous amount of time into it and was involved with everyone from people in Hong Kong to Bruce Lee's daughter, Shannon. And yet there are still people who will tear him apart and claim that certain things he wrote are false because it flies in the face of what they believe. Belief and truth are not the same thing. You can come to believe a lot of things and those beliefs can be core to who you are. But the further your belief is from the truth, the less people want to be around you. Now, of course, there are plenty of people who might also have a disconnected view of the truth and their beliefs might run parallel to yours. Those people will congregate. I would say all of us have some sort of cognitive dissonance, things that we think or believe that are not true but they've become part of who we are and they've been there for so long that it's really hard to separate them. I've invested a lot of time and energy to try and not hold on to any of those. And I still have them. I still have an ego and by having an ego, I'm gonna have beliefs. And some of those beliefs are defensive. They, they keep me alive. They keep me going. They keep me protected and safe. But there are many things that I've believed in the past that I've let go of. And I'm willing to let go of hopefully everything. See, again, back in college, I was really struck by the notion of Descartes, who has the, the quote that most of you have probably heard in Latin, cogito ergo sum, which is often defined as, I think, therefore I am. And uh, that may or may not be accurate as a definition, but it's close enough that we can work with it. And the way that Descartes takes that path, cogito ergo sum is the solution. See, because he poses the question, what if and this was obviously thousands of years ago, the matrix. The matrix is basically based on what Descartes believed. Now, whether or not the story was actually taken from that, it's pretty darn similar. He poses this idea, what if what we perceive to be reality is not reality, that there's some, oh, what's the term that he, use? he uses? He uses a, uh, uh, Oh, I can't quite grab it. Malevolent, malevolent wizard, malevolent being. Somebody with, a, with uh, negative intentions clouds our mind and everything we believe is the result of some spell. What if that's down to the body? You can probably imagine that in The Matrix, most of us have seen that movie, the body that we had could be completely different from the body that we actually occupy. So what if 
that body that we imagine in Descartes' world isn't even real? What if it is completely false? What if all we are is a mind and a thought? And he continues to shrink the world down by saying, okay, you could explain this through imagination, you could explain this through imagination, or, or spell, you know, the malevolent being. And he gets all the way down to thought and mind. And he says, you know, it is not possible for this other external being to create my consciousness in a way that I can perceive it. I think, therefore I am. And then from there, he's able to build it back up. Because the mind exists, because we believe, because we perceive, we exist. And that's undeniable. So as you contemplate what is true, what is false, recognize that we're all going to have different perceptions because whether it's, you know, eyeballs that see green differently or some malevolent being or we're living in the matrix. We're different. We have different experiences, different genetics, and they all play a role. But that doesn't mean that we can't be as truthful as possible based on who we are and where we are. Because if fear leads to lies, Love must lead to truth. I felt like this was a podcast episode. Huh. Great question. This is one of my favorite subjects to talk about, if you couldn't tell. Well, once again, thank you, Frank, for leaving me some good stuff. Anybody else has things you want me to talk about or respond to? You know I love doing that. So leave it below. My favorite days are when we have two, three, four people leaving questions and comments. If you're new to the show, please subscribe, turn on notifications. We do the show every weekday morning, 6.30 a.m. Eastern here on YouTube. And if you want to support what we're doing, check out whistlekick.com. If you buy something in the store, use the code PODCAST15. Or if you don't want to buy anything, maybe you want to throw a few bucks a month, check out Patreon, patreon.com slash whistlekick. If you're contributing at least $5 a month, you're getting more stuff. I put a long blog post up, maybe not a long, I put a blog post up yesterday, talked about upcoming guests and bunch of their stuff. Maybe that was Tuesday. I don't know. Days are blurry. I hope whatever you do today, I hope it's fantastic. I hope you have a great day and I will see you back here tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Peace.